You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. And welcome in the Sox in the Basement. My name is Chris Lanuti. Thank you for joining us for yet another simulated game as part of a full simulated season. Chicago White Sox baseball brought to you virtually because we don't have any major league games. Sure, there's a draft going on, and we're going to cover that throughout the week. James Fox from Future Sox expected to join us during the broadcast coming up here in the next couple of days. But Major League Baseball and the MLBPA just can't get it together, and most likely this is going to be a shortened season or nothing. Luckily, though, we have the 43-25 Chicago White Sox sitting two and a half games out of first place behind the Minnesota Twins, and four games back from them are the 39-29 Cleveland Indians. We've split the series so far, and before we head off on a big, long road trip, we've got one more game to go. After dropping the first game yesterday, the White Sox roared back in a spectacular game to tie everything up. And now Gio Gonzalez, one of the best pitchers in the American League so far this year, at 8-0 with a 2.77 ERA, takes on Aaron Savale, 8-0 with a 2.95. Two aces right now, two guys up at the top of the all-star picture when it comes to starting pitchers. They go head-to-head today. Who comes out on top? We'll find out. Let's head out to the rate right now. White Sox baseball simulated by MLB The Show 20 and brought to you by Cork and Carry at the Park, now open over at 33rd and Princeton with great food available there and also online through Grubhub and at corkandcarryatthepark.com. This is Sox in the Basement, the podcast for fans by fans. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at socksinthebasement.com. Let's go. And welcome everybody to Guaranteed Rate Field Overcast Skies as tropical air is being pushed up to Chicago and the 43 and 25 Chicago White Sox face off against the Cleveland Indians. Sox in second place, 18 games over 500 with the Indians trailing them by four in third. After last night's win, a very loose team in the dugout. My name is Chris Lanuti and let me tell you about Gio Gonzalez. 13 starts and an 8-0 record, 2.77 ERA. 74 and two-thirds innings with 64 hits and 25 walks. That's a 1.19 whip, and he also has 79 strikeouts, so more than a strikeout per inning so far this season. A very good season to date for Gio. Nice pickup by the White Sox in the offseason, but I don't think they expected anything close to this. And Jose Ramirez steps in, hitting 272 in the right-handed batter's box. The switch hitter, Fouls off a four-seam fastball, and we're underway. 0-1 the count. First pitch at 1-11, a getaway day for both teams. White Sox heading out on the road tomorrow. They will be in Houston. As a changeup, low and away, swung on and missed. 0-2 the count. Overcast skies today. Last night, I sat on the porch, and I could smell the Gulf air as this tropical storm has pushed all the weather up here. I'm telling you, it felt like Florida or New Orleans. 75 degrees today. Wind, six miles an hour blowing in from right field. That pitch misses one and two the count. So Gonzalez will wind and deliver. And a fly ball out in the right field. Down in the corner, that's a fair ball and over the wall. A double for Ramirez. Lands about two feet inside 
Bear territory, curving towards the foul line, and immediately bounces over to Wall in foul territory for the ground rule double. So Gonzalez gets him 0-2, and Ramirez gets the last laugh, and he's on second base to lead off this game. Cesar Hernandez, who led off the last two days, stands in hitting 251. First pitch high and outside, 1-0 the count. Going around the horn, a couple of substitutions today. Encarnacion's at first. Abreu's the DH. Grandal's behind the plate. At second is Madrigal. At short, Danny Mendick taking over for Tim Anderson today. We need a day off. Ground ball foul down the line. One and one the count. At third base is Moncada. Left is Jimenez. Center is Robert. And in right field after coming off the bench last night and showing life for the first time really all season long, Nomar Mazzara gets a start. James Kingley is behind the plate. Right now he has Hernandez at 2-1 in the count with Ramirez on second base. Gonzalez looks back at him and throws one high and tight, a four-seamer that misses 3-1 the count. Lindor's on deck. Not a blow-the-doors-off kind of start here so far for Gonzalez. Let's see if he can come back against Hernandez. The 3-1 pitch on the way. Low in the dirt. He walked him. 12-6 curveball. Missed badly. The first two are on. There's no outs here at the top of the first. Here comes Lindor hitting 280 with eight home runs and 37 RBIs. Got an on-base percentage of 352. He was the gold glove winner at short last year. He's got good speed on board at first and second and no outs. Swings and misses at a four-seamer. 0-1. A lot of switch hitters in this lineup, much like the White Sox have. A lot of versatility. Lindor is a switch hitter. Ramirez we saw as a switch hitter Cesar Hernandez is a switch hitter the 0-1 pitch on the way swings at a 12-6 curveball and dribbles it off down the first baseline 0-2 the count Gonzalez looking for that first out of the game already ground ball over to Mendick at short flip to second Madrigal over to first rack him up 6-4-3 Sacks get two outs right away, and now Ramirez over at third base is alone on the base path, so there's two outs for Fran Mill Reyes. 242 average, 15 home runs, 37 RBIs. He had a home run in game one of this series. Sacks held him down and gave him nothing yesterday. The righty stands in, and the lefty Gonzalez just misses the outside corner. 1-0 the count. Reyes acquired... Towards the end of the 2019 season, if I remember right, I don't think it was in the offseason, from the Padres, as the Indians and Padres swapped several players. The pitch on the way. High and tight, misses 2-0. Reyes, one of the many outfielders in a log jam out in San Diego. They've sent a few of them away over the last year or so to Tampa Bay and to Cleveland to try to get other pieces as they end their rebuild. Swung on and fouled off down the third base line, 2-1. and one. Low outside fastball, he got a hold of it and pulled it. 2-1 count, two outs, top of the first inning. Gio into the line, swing and a miss on a low outside changeup. Count is even at two. It's been weird weather the last couple of days. One minute it's sunny, next minute it's a torrential downpour, then it's cloudy for a while, then it gets windy, and then it rotates back around again. The calm with sunshine. A high two-seamer misses, three and two the count. Domingo Santana stands on deck. 
Gonzalez would like to end this right here. Finish off this inning and not let anybody else on base or across the plate. He dribbles a low pitch over to Encarnacion, who feels it cleanly. Steps on first, and the inning is over. So the Indians get two on, including a leadoff double. The double play and a dribbler to first shut it down midway through the first. No score with the Sox coming up. On the hill for the Indians, Aaron Savale. 13 starts, 8-0 record, 2.95 ERA, 79 a third inning, 74 hits, 31 walks, a 1.32 whip with 58 strikeouts. So his strikeouts lower per inning than Geo's, and he puts more guys on. But they both have that perfect record. Luis Roberts hitting 217 with four homers, and he's going to lead off today in place of T.A., We've seen them start to experiment with him at the top of the order. First pitch right back up the middle. That's a base hit, and he's on. And that's how you lead it off. White Sox starting to find out what they have as he's warming up. They're not going to wait till he starts hitting 290. It's going to be a while. He had a terrible start to the season. But he's hitting well in this past couple of weeks. And here comes Yasmani Grandal, the big, big hero last night. Leads the White Sox with 18 home runs. Leads them with 51 RBIs. Has the 593 slugging percentage and the 279 average. Comes off the bench last night. Pinch hits for James McCann. It's a three-run, two-out home run deep into right center field. And the White Sox took the lead and ended up hanging on to win that game. Line drive to first base. They're going to try to turn two. 3-6-3. Grandal hit that right down the line, and they were hugging the line. And they just started it right off. So a double play for the Indians now. Each team has one, and here comes the leader in the American League first base all-star vote, hitting 267 with 11 home runs and 44 RBI. Jose Abreu, so far a down year for him, which is surprising, seeing as how he has so much talent around him. I remember in the offseason, the big question was, is he worth signing to another multi-year deal? I still believe yes, even if this is the production, but I don't know how long he holds on to that three spot in the order. Probably for 2020, but I don't know for 2021. Unless all of a sudden he starts to bring it back. He could very easily be a five or six hitter in this lineup in the twilight of his career. That pitch misses low and away, 1-0 the count. The next offering from the righty for the Indians is a cut fastball in the outside corner, 1-1 the count with two outs here in the bottom of the first. They're underway in Milwaukee. They have a getaway day as well. Playing San Diego, who we mentioned earlier, no score in the first inning. Some games are during the day today, and other teams have gotten into town for four-game series that start here on this Thursday. Check swing on an inside slider. He did not go 2-1 and one the count. Day baseball on a Thursday here in Chicago. And my, how do I miss that a lot. I really do miss it. I miss baseball. Inside curveball. They're going to say he went around and offered at it. I don't know how he does that without actually making contact. No appeal. Two and two the count. The pitch on the way. Swing and a miss at a low outside slider tailing away. He chased it. Savali strikes him out and heads to the dugout. So far, both teams have gotten runners on. Both teams have base hits. Both teams have no score. After one, and we head to the top of the second. Gio Gonzalez needed 18 pitches in the first inning. It wasn't very efficient. Now he has Domingo Santana hitting 294. The righty steps in with one of the highest on-base percentages in baseball. Takes an outside changeup for ball one, 1-0 the count. He's 2-for-11 with three strikeouts, though, 
Lifetime against Geo, who's quickly into the wind. Comes low and inside, doesn't get the call, 2-0. Toronto leading in the fifth inning so far against Seattle, their getaway day. Is this a ground ball up the middle for a base hit? Robert will field it and send it in to second base. The leadoff man is on. Blue Jays up 3-1 over Seattle right now. On a dreary day here in Chicago, but a warm day. I mean, 75 degrees, got some wind kicking up here and there. Tropical breeze. Carlos Santana comes up hitting 223. The first baseman turned a nice double play last half inning. Another guy that switch hits. He's in the right-handed batter's box against the lefty Gonzalez. First pitch popped back. Owen won the count with a runner on first and no outs here on the top of the second inning. The pitch. Swung on and lifted into left field. Jimenez doesn't even need to move. He just stands there, makes the catch directly to him. There's one gone here in the top of the second inning. I'm always amazed by that. If you think about how big the field is, especially in the outfield, when a high fly ball is hit to a to a fielder out there and he doesn't even need to move his feet. That's incredible to me. Oscar Mercado hitting 295, lower in the lineup against the lefty in the seventh spot today. First pitch on the outside corner called a ball, four-seam fastball. 1-0 the count. He's hitting 296 over his last seven games, 295 for the season. So very consistent right now as a hitter at the plate. Gonzalez taking his time looking in. A look over at first base at the base runner. And the 1-0, 1-out pitch on the way. Swing and a miss on a changeup outside corner. 1-1. One one. Gio delivers again. Now this one is lifted over the head of Moncada and out in the left field. A light hit kind of looped over his head. That's the definition of a duck snort. Very weakly hit off the end of the bat and it gets over the top of his head as he jumps for it. There's nothing you can do on that one. He hit it perfectly. Got a little luck. So with one out, there's two on for the second time in this game. Two innings in a row. Geo's got two on. He escaped last time, and here's a changeup to Jordan Luplo. 298 average, nine homers, 30 RBIs, a 952 OPS. Yeah, he's hitting in the eighth spot. Has a home run already in this series. Hit one out in game one. Next pitch, outside changeup misses 2-0. Gonzalez is starting off a lot of counts. 1-0-2-0. That doesn't bode well, but then again, Gio has done that a lot this season. And like I said, he hasn't taken a loss yet. The pitch. High in the zone, a four-seamer, 2-1 the count. 91 miles an hour on that one. The veteran takes his time. Whereas the other four pitchers, even Keuchel, seem to listen to what Grandal's doing and move at his pace. Yasmani's along for the ride against Gio Gonzalez. That's a swing and a miss at a low changeup. Two and two now to count to Luplo. Quickly coming to the plate. Swing and a drive over to second. Picked up by Mandrigal. Over to second. He'll get the force. Not in time over at first base. They tried for two, but he was dragged too far away from second and had to spin. Nice play keeping that in the infield and getting at least one out. Sandy Leone now. The catcher comes in. And a high outside fastball. He swings and misses. Owen won the count. He was acquired within the past year from Boston. So now there's first and third with two outs. Here in the top of the second, he fouls off another high and outside fastball. 0-2, so Gonzalez has gone there twice. Let's see if he tries to jam him inside now. The 204 hitting Leon swings and misses. 
and a low changeup. He goes down on three pitches midway through the second. No score here in Chicago. The Indians have put two on in each of the first two innings. Gio Gonzalez has escaped. Juan Moncada comes up now, the four-hitter, hitting 333 on the season. Sox put a man on. He was erased at a double play, so Savali has only faced the minimum so far, even though he's given up the hit. The Indians are 10 games over 500 at 39 and 29 today. Entering play. Two pitches, one inside and outside, both miss as Moncada shows patience. Standing in the left-handed batter's box. 2-0 the count. The pitch on the way, inside, misses on a sinker. It was close, 3-0. Jimenez on deck, average up to 272, 14 homers and 41 RBI. Feels like I was just mentioning that he had dropped into the 250s about a week ago. And he has turned it back on. Now a strike, high at the letters, called on a cut fastball, 3-1 the count. The Twins, who are chasing, don't face Baltimore until after this game is probably over. They got a night game against the Orioles. Cut fastball low and away, taken for a 3-2 pitch. And now he finally swings, and he misses, outside sinker. Makata only swung one time and then at bat. Got the count to 3-2. Maybe a little too patient there at the plate. His approach may need to be changed the next time he sees Savali. Aloya Menez comes up. He takes an outside cut fastball for ball one, one to know the count. Now, I like the fact the White Sox are working the count deep. Roberts swung at the first pitch for a base hit, and that's the only hit so far in the game. But last night, they were not working the count, and it hurt him. As a slider is chopped foul, one and one the count. Next offering on the way, diving away, a slider swung over, one and two. If you think about it, Corey Kluber's not on this team anymore. Trevor Bauer isn't on this team anymore. And yet they got some pretty good starting pitching they were able to throw up against us today. And this whole series. Inside pitch, lifted out into deep center field. It will hang up there and fall down near the track. Two gone. Mike Clevenger was supposed to start in game one. He got scratched. But Tristan McKenzie, an up-and-coming young pitcher with a good future ahead of him, it seems, comes in and pitches a really good game. Sox were able to put some runs up against him but lost that first game. Yesterday, Carrasco just held us down. We only got our second hit of the game in the seventh inning. And it was from the same guy who had the first hit, Jimenez. As Encarnacion comes up hitting 260, swings and misses at that one. Owen won the count. Now he gets hit on the shoulder. And he will go down to first base. Edwin unhappy about that. He's been plunked a few times in the last week or two. I don't know if he's hugging the plate, just refusing to get out of the way, but he he gets right up on it. Here comes Mazzara hitting 206 with six homers and 22 RBIs. First start that he's had in over two weeks for this team. After being the starter for pretty much the first two months of the season. Came in off the bench last night, contributed greatly. Earned himself a chance today as he fouls off a sinker, 0-1 the count. Two down. A very slow Edwin Encarnacion over at first base. Nomar Mazzara, the lefty, at the plate. An inside sinker misses low, 1-1 the count. Edwin... 
has a pretty good lead for a guy who's not going anywhere. But he looks good over there, trying to make it look like he could run. Slider away gets tipped foul down the third base line, one and two. The next offering, high and tight, and he goes around. He tried to check it up, but Mazzara strikes out. Savale ends the second inning like he ended the first with a K. And through two, there's no score with the Indians' top of their order coming up next. The Chicago White Sox currently rank first in the American League in ERA at 3.63, whip at 1.24, and opponents average against at 231. They're also fifth with the fifth least amount of home runs given up so far, 90, and they lead the American League in strikeouts with 653. It is not just the hitting that has made the White Sox a contending team this year. Coming out of their rebuild, ready to go. It's the pitching. And Jose Ramirez stands in one for one with a double. And immediately skies one down the right field line. This time, Mazzaro's going to get over to it, make the play. And there's one gone on one pitch here on the top of the third. It's the Family Waterproofing Solutions third inning. Family Waterproofing Solutions located on the southwest side in the suburbs, Evergreen Park. Takes care of everything in northern Illinois except for a few counties near Iowa, and they also got northwest Indiana. They're a family business. I saw one of their cars driving by the other day while I was walking along. They're everywhere. They're female-owned. They're veteran-owned. Kenza Marine, they give a portion of their proceeds from every job they do, including yours, the first responders and veteran organizations. An 0-1 pitch now coming to Cesar Hernandez. He lines that right into the glove of Encarnacion. There's two gone. So three pitches for Gonzalez and quickly two gone here in the top of the third. Details coming up about family waterproofing solutions. You see all this rain over the last couple days. They said it's going to be a wet month here in June. You got questions? You want to do something over video feed or have them over to the house? They got an option for everybody. Like I said, details coming up here along with socks in the basement deals available to you midway through the third. High and tight pitch to Lindor. Goes for a ball. 1-0 the count. Now a low outside pitch lifted weakly in the left field. In the end, five pitches for Gio Gonzalez here in the third inning. And he gets three outs out of it. That's a good inning. That helps your pitcher's longevity. Midway through the third. No score. Sacks coming up again. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria, making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today at FamilyBasementWaterproofing.com. Danny Mendick, Nick Madrigal, and then the top of the order with Luis Robert. That's what scheduled this inning. Mendick playing short today for Tim Anderson, hitting 256 with five home runs. 
his first appearance in this series. Before that, he had had a tear of three straight games. He scored four times during it in the previous series. Moving around the infield, playing a game at third, at short, and at second. And he's hitting right around 400 over his last 10 starts. He's 0-2, though, quickly to Savali. Swinging at the last one high and away. The 0-2 pitch. Low and right in the zone. He got him looking, and Mendick goes back thinking to himself, was that it? That was three pitches? Ouch. Mandrigal steps up, now in the bottom of the third with one out. Nicky's hitting 240 with a home run and 16 RBI. He's got the on-base percentage now over 300 at 312, and he's starting to come around with figuring this all out at the major league level. Remember, he joined the team late. Now he skies this one out to left field, back towards the wall. It'll be caught against the wall. Madrigal almost got his second home run. Caught right near the 330 marker in the corner. It was definitely going to be fair if it got out. He needed about three, four more feet. The wind today may have been a problem. Roberts up one for one. Single on the first pitch of the game. Right back up the middle. This one he fouls back. Owen won the count with two outs already here in the bottom of the third. All three games have been relatively quick. With stellar starting pitching through the first four, five, or six innings from both sides. The first pitcher to crack, really, in this entire thing, giving up something that kind of swayed the balance was Dallas Keiko midway through the sixth inning in game one. Carrasco, he gave it up in the seventh yesterday. Ground ball over to second base. Robert makes his best effort. Made it a close play, too. He's fast. And that's a 4-3 putout. After three, three hits for the Indians, one hit for the White Sox, and no score in this game. And Fran Mill Reyes will lead off the top of the fourth. Gonzalez with the pitch. Hits the outside corner. Owen won the count on a fastball. Reyes, the right fielder, currently in eighth place amongst all right fielders in the All-Star vote. It's weird in the simulation they split them up by position. We all know that isn't how it really works. 0-2 now the count. And he goes low and away on a changeup that was close. Gonzalez and Grandal wanted it. Did not get the call. 1-2 now to Reyes. Pitch number 43. Grounded on the third baseline. Foul. It was 39 pitches through the first three innings. And now one in the dirt, two and two to count. Gonzalez takes a breath. He'll go quick and then he'll slow it down. He has his own pace in his head. Ground ball over to Encarnacion. He knocks it down and bobbles it, flips it. The Gio Gonzalez running over who makes the play. It's funny, it hit, hit Encarnacion's chest. It just dropped in front of him. By the time he picked it up, Gio was almost the first. So he just flipped in the ball. He could have easily walked over and tagged the base. Domingo Santana's one for one. There's one out here in the top of the fourth. The righty takes a high two-seamer at 88 miles an hour for ball one. Three for 12, but with two home runs lifetime against Gonzalez. That means he was two for 11 with two homers coming into this game. Two and out on a count on a pitch that misses inside. Grandal now receives one on the outside corner, a 93-mile-an-hour four-seamer for strike one. Two and one the count. One out top of the fourth. Gonzalez goes inside, doesn't get a call that was close. Three and one the count. Carlos Santana stands on deck with 10 home runs and 32 RBIs, but the average at 222 at this point in the season. This one skied out in the right field, coming on quick as Mazzara. He dives and the ball goes by him. 
The ball rolling back towards the track. Coming over is Robert. He throws it in. It's going to be a triple. Nomar Mazara. Man, this is why he can't keep the starting job. He shows life. You're like, ah, give him a start. He turns a single into a triple. He had no chance at that ball. And then after the ball gets by him, he doesn't turn around and run back to it. Robert gets back there while Marzara stands with his hands on his hips. Not a good look here on the south side. A low inside two-seamer now to Santana. Goes for strike one. 0-1 the count with a runner on third. One out here in the top of the fourth. I would imagine Ricky Renteria is going to have a conversation with his right fielder after this inning is over. You know, you die for it, you're angry, I get it. I know Robert is is covering him, he's running back there, but he didn't even make a motion to go back there. He just assumed Robert was behind him. Ball went all the way to the wall and sat there as Robert ran over to get it up against the Goose Island section. That's a long way for him to run. 2-1 the count now to Santana with one on the top of the fourth. The pitch on the way. Swung on and missed, the two-seamer away, 2-2 two two the count. Runner on third, one gone, top of the fourth. Santana at the plate, the 2-2 pitch. Misses low on a changeup, 3-2. On deck is Mercado. He's a pretty good hitter. You'd like to get the second out here before you get to him. 55 pitches now for Gio Gonzalez. The payoff pitch. Swing and a miss, he got him on a changeup low and away, he chased it. He went outside the zone and made it look good enough that Santana could not lay off it. That's a veteran move with a veteran framer behind the plate. And now there's two gone with a runner on third. Here in the top of the fourth, Mercado's got a single in the second inning, hitting 297 now on the season. The first pitch to the righty, sent over to short, Mendick scoops and throws, and he's gone. So the White Sox get out of an inning that suddenly went bad and then all of a sudden got very good again. Midway through the fourth, no score. Here in the bottom of the fourth inning, Aaron Savali has only needed 32 pitches through three innings. And Yasmani Grandal comes to the plate. Batting lefty, of course, against the righty. That's where he was batting last night with the pinch hit three-run home run that set this place ablaze. One of the more fun finishes to a game that we've called so far in Sacks in the basement. Sinker low in the zone makes the count even at 1-1 one one after he takes one inside. So a 1-1 one one pitch on the way now. Low and inside on a curveball, 2-1 and one the count. Next offering sent down the first baseline. Nice pick by Santana. He'll scoot over to first base. That ball almost gets through. He takes it on the hop and on the move and backhands it. Jose Abreu comes up. He's 0-for-1 with a strikeout in the first, and so far in this game, only one hit for the White Sox. It was on the first pitch of the game. Luis Robert went right back up the middle. Last night, the White Sox had one hit from Jimenez until they got into the seventh inning. When two walked and Jimenez got his second hit, this one skied out into center field. It's tailing back towards the wall. He leaps. He cannot make the grab, and Abreu hits a solo shot. Right over the 400 marker, 413 feet, the official distance out of here at 102.5 miles per hour. It just kept carrying, and the second hit of the game for the White Sox is a solo home run for Jose Abreu, his first in over three weeks. He finally gets off of that 11 home run mark with his 12th. It was a high pitch, 
and he made perfect connection coming through the zone. He met that ball perfectly and drove it straight away center field, 412 feet, and a pitch up at the letters. That was textbook contact as they show the slow motion replay. Mankata comes up and takes the sinker down the middle for strike one. He's only one for eight in this series, hitting 332. 12 homers and 39 RBI. Abreu has just tied his home run total. The two of them are tied for fourth. Mankata grounds out the first base. A three put out. And now Jimenez comes up. Takes a ball outside. One to know the count. Two on here in the bottom of the fourth. Yuan's at bat was very quick. Two pitches. And a high cut fastball taken for ball two. Two and 0 the count. Savali, pitch number 43. Sent down the third baseline foul into the stands. Two and one to Jimenez. Next pitch away. Two and two. And now he comes right up inside. Gets him the swing and miss. Savale has ended, I think, almost every inning, if not every inning, with a strikeout. Through four, though, he's trailing. one nothing after the Abreu home run. You're in the top of the fifth inning. White Sox simulated baseball brought to you by Cork and Carey at the park at 33rd in Princeton. Make sure you get over there now, have a cold brew, and with some of the great food they have. Pulled pork sandwiches. They got incredible menu items. They got award-winning burgers, dogs, appetizers. Get out, you know. Get out and, and start to get back to life a little bit. And if you can't get over there, remember you can order on Grubhub or direct through Cork and Carry at the park.com. We are in the DP3 Tech fifth inning, and Jordan Leplow comes to the plate. 0 for 1 with a ground out in the second inning. It's hitting 295 as a home run in this series. Gio Gonzalez, 57 pitches through four. And here's pitch number 58. It's a strike on the outside corner with the changeup. 0 and 1 the count. Luplo, one for seven lifetime with two strikeouts at the hands of Gonzalez. Rondal on his knee inside, but takes the pitch outside a four-seamer, one and one. That one got away from Gio. Not where Grandal was aiming. Now an outside 12-6 curveball misses high and away, two and one the count. So in the battle of two unbeaten pitchers, Savale broke first with the solo home run from Jose Abreu. Now Gio has to keep rolling. Ground ball down the third baseline. Foul. Count is even at two. Luplo, the righty, awaits the next offering. Inside on the hips. Misses. Three and two to count. Sandy Leon, the catcher, stands on deck. Full count to the first batter here in the top of the fifth. Swung on and rifled out of the left center field. That ball is going to get off the top of the wall. Luckily does not clear it. He was about two feet away from tying this up. Hit just below the yellow line. In left center field, a line drive double for Luplo. Leads it off. Here in the DP 3-tech fifth inning, and Leon, the catcher, comes in. The righty hitting 200. There's a runner on and no out here in the top of the fifth. He's 0-for-1 with the strikeout in the second inning. Low and away, a changeup. 1-1 the count. DP 3-tech partnered with Microsoft and gave you... The ability to use a system much better than Zoom and like Google Docs and every combination of whatever you could find on the internet to be able to still run your business. Now, home or away, half at home, all at home, some at home, all at work, depending on the schedule, the staggered hours, get somebody on the screen on the line in the touch of a button. Show a picture, show an image, share a file, one touch. Small or large companies, and they'll work with the systems you already have. 
migrating them over as this one's lifted down the right field line and it curves into fair territory near the foul pole. One run is in. Into second base comes Leone. He's safe before the throw gets there from Mazzara. We got a tie 1-1 ball game with back-to-back doubles to lead off the top of the fifth. And it came from the eight and the nine hitter in the lineup. And now the lineup flips. Don Cooper wants to talk with his pitcher. He's kind of threaded the needle all day long. 68 pitches so far, 40 for strikes, 28 for balls. We've mentioned he falls behind in counts a lot. At least in this game, he's fallen behind a lot. Uh, Not the sharpest he's been, but so far, we got a 1-1 ball game, and we'd like to get the rubber game here. So no outs here in the top of the fifth inning. The meeting is over. Ramirez, one for two, stands in. Runner on second in Leon. Gio checks the runner. The pitch on the way. Strike down the middle. Four-seam fastball taken. Owen won the count. So Abreu gets the solo shot in the fourth and the top of the fifth. Back-to-back doubles, and we have a tie game. Now one in the dirt, protected. Leon thought about it. Now snap throw down to second base. He almost went to third. Grandal tried to get him caught up. But the catcher for the Indians saw it coming. Got back to second base in time. The 1-1 pitch to Jose Ramirez. Outside, changeup misses. 2-1 and one the count now. In the bullpen, Michael Kopech and Jace Fry stir. Not what you would expect, though, from a Gonzalez game. This one is popped into shallow left field. Mendick's actually going to run back and make the play one gone here in the top of the fifth. When Gio Gonzalez is out in the fourth or fifth inning, it's because he's had 112, 120 pitches. But otherwise, he's normally pretty effective. Doesn't let the wheels come off. We'll see what he does here with one out now in the fifth and a runner on second. Cesar Hernandez fouls off the first pitch. 0-1 the count. Gonzalez picking up the pace. The next pitch. Inside and low, fouled off down the third baseline into the tarp. 0-2. Geo delivers high and tight. Misses on a four-seam fastball, 91 miles an hour. Up at face level, Hernandez kind of backed up. One and two the count. The next offering swung on and fouled off down the first baseline into the crowd. Count remains one and two. One out here in the top of the fifth, runner on second. The pitch on the way in the dirt, swung on and missed. Drop third strike, throw over to first. And Grandal threw it from his knees as Hernandez took off immediately. And he wanted to get the ball down there before Leon could even decide if he was going to try to advance. The throw down. And there's two gone here in the top of the fifth inning for Francisco Lindor. Batting righty right now against the lefty. 0-2 in this game. 77 pitches for Gonzalez. He checks the runner at second. The pitch. Strike down the middle on a four-seamer, 0-1 the count. Lindor only hitting 224 with runners in scoring position so far this season. So he has not been Mr. Clutch this year to date. Ground ball. Encarnacion comes over and cuts off Madrigal and throws to Gonzalez. He makes the play. Sandy Leon, he of the 200 hitting persuasion, hits a double and ties up this game and is stranded on second midway through the fifth, 1-1.
New challenges bring new technology. DP3 Tech has partnered with Microsoft to make things easier on you and your business. Imagine being able to get everybody together in a nice, easy, user experience friendly meeting room and being able to share whatever you want in the room with just one click. You can migrate from old legacy on-premises equipment right now to flexible, secure, work-from-home-friendly cloud services. Bring your group together faster, better, easier. Find out what DP3 Tech can do for you. Contact their cloud migrations team today, 312-896-2450, or email info at dp3tech.com. Edwin Encarnacion will lead off. The bottom of the fifth inning, he got hit by a pitch in the second inning, right off the shoulder. Didn't look like he appreciated it. Savali, the pitcher, has 45 pitches so far in this game. One of them hit Edwin. Now the 260 hitting Encarnacion takes a curveball low and away for strike one. Just got a piece of the zone. 0-1 the count. Encarnacion sitting on 15 home runs. Next pitch ripped in the right field, dropping fast. That's a base hit. So Edwin's on with the leadoff single here in the bottom of the fifth. Nomar Mazzaro will come up. Made a bad play in the outfield in this game. Luckily, the White Sox did not give up a run as a result. He struck out the first time up. In Detroit, Oakland leading by four, seven to three in that game. The Tigers continue to get beat up by all of baseball. A low and away sinker misses 1-0 the count. Mazzaro two for four. Over his last three games, that shows you how much he's been used. I think he's been a pinch runner. Came in yesterday, had a walk and a base hit. Like I said, this is his first start in two weeks. 2-0 the count. The pitch on the way. Cut fastball away, called the ball 3-0 the count with Mendick. Standing on deck. After Mendick, it'll be Madrigal and then the top of the order with Robert. 1-1 ball game. They've all been close in this series. Inside pitch misses. He walked him on four pitches. So now there's two on right away here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Danny Mendick's going to come up. He's playing short today. He's got two runners on. Hitting 254 with a 780 OPS. Not a bad guy to have coming off of the bench. Not a bad rookie season. The pitch on the way. Strike down the middle, a cut fastball taken, 0-1 the count. He struck out on three pitches last time up. Swung at the first two and looked at the third one. Next offering inside, taken a curveball, 1-1. No outs, bottom of the fifth. The 1-1 pitch, he squares for the bunt and pulls it back. Cut fastball away, 2-1. Had not shown bunt up until that point. He showed it there. Now he's got him thinking in the infield. The next pitch, down the middle, he takes a sinker. That's the one you rip. You got the infield corners moving in all of a sudden, and that one's right down the middle. He got fooled, two and two to count. Now an inside pitch misses, three and two, the count is full with Mandrigal on deck. If Mendick can reach base with a walk or single here, you got the makings for a pretty big fifth inning. The pitch on the way. Away he misses. And Danny Mendick walks down to first base, and the bases are loaded. Encarnacion singled. Mazzara walked on four pitches. And now on a 3-2 count, Savali walks Mendick. 
The bases are loaded for Nick Mandrigal. 0 for 1 with a fly out in the third. If he did that again, he would score Encarnacianos back to the track. No outs here in the bottom of the fifth. Sacks packed with socks. Ball gets away, but it's not going to get away far enough. Ball in the dirt. 1-0 the count. Next pitch fouled off. Cut fastball away. 1-1. Zavale about to throw his 60th pitch here with no outs in the bottom of the fifth. Ground ball over to short. They're going to flip the second over to first and get him. He grounds into a double play. Encarnacion will score. Not exactly what you wanted to draw up there. It's 2-1 White Sox, but now there's two outs. On the double play, he makes contact, which is what you're trying to do. You're trying to put the ball in the play, but he put it to the wrong place. Lindor starts it. It ends with Santana over at first base, and two guys are gone. Robert comes up. Let's see if he can pick up Madrigal. And he rifles one. Diving stop by Ramirez as the ball was heading out to the outfield. He throws from his knees and gets Luis Robert. An absolute all-star play by their third baseman. Saves a run for the Indians. The White Sox loaded up with no outs, only get one. And we head into the top of the sixth inning with Fran Mill Reyes scheduled to come up. Gio Gonzalez remains in the game. 79 pitches so far. He has a 2-1 lead. Here in the top of the sixth. First pitch inside. Two-seam fastball just misses. 1-0 the count. Next pitch fouled off down the first base line. One and one. Now Reyes sends this one out on a line shot to left. But Jimenez is there. Moving over just a little bit to make the play. He had the right depth on that one. Gio Gonzalez currently third in the American League. With a 2.77 ERA. Chasing only Zach Reinke. And Felix Pena amongst all starters. Pena plays for the Angels, Granke for the Asterix. Domingo Santana is two for two. Came into this game two for 11 lifetime. Against Gonzalez, has two hits today. A ball outside, 1-0 the count with one out here in the top of the sixth. Next pitch catches the outside corner of four-seamer, one and one. Abreu hit a home run. Indians answered right back with two doubles, back-to-back the leadoff last inning. They got a run in. Gonzalez escaped. Then the White Sox get the bases loaded with no outs in the bottom of the fifth. Only get one run across. As that one's grounded over to Madrigal, flipped to Encarnacion for the second out of the inning. And now the score is 2-1 to one with two outs in the top of the sixth inning. And Carlos Santana comes up 0-2 in this game. Three tight games in this series. And to be honest with you, one team broke it open with a big three-run home run in each of the first two games. Ground ball on the move. Moncada's got it over to first base. The 5-3 put out in a 1-2-3 inning for Gonzalez. We're midway through the sixth. Nine hits between these two teams. Two to one White Sox. Yesterday, Asmani Grandal came off the bench and hit a three-run home run in the seventh inning that broke the game open and gave the White Sox the lead. They did not look back afterwards. The day before, Fran Mill Reyes did that in the sixth inning to Dallas Keuchel. And today, we have a 2-1 to ball game here in the bottom of the sixth. This is about the time where these teams, somebody makes a move on the other one. Three very close games 
in this series. Fly ball deep out in the right center field, tailing back towards the wall near the track. It will be caught. Yasmani hit that on the same trajectory as last night's bomb, but the wind is blowing in, and that made a difference. Here comes Abreu. He didn't hit it to right. He hit it to center. A little bit less wind effect. Dead center, 413 feet last time up. With the solo home run, his first home run in three weeks. And he stands in here with one out in the bottom of the sixth inning and nobody on against Savale, who's going to throw his 65th pitch. Only the 65th pitch of this start. He pops it up in the shallow left field. Back is Ramirez. He'll make the play. Two gone here in the bottom of the sixth. Yoan Mancada comes up 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a ground out. Average down to 331. Moncada, standing in left-handed batter's box, takes an inside cut fastball at the knees for ball one, one to know the count. He has 80 hits. That only places him second on the White Sox behind Tim Anderson. The next pitch on the way. Strike on the outside corner, one and one the count. Two to one White Sox, bottom of the sixth inning. Savale throws a sinker away that's tipped foul, and there's already two strikes in this count. One and two the count. The pitch. Inside, he offered at it. Did he go? No. Count is even at two. Next offering in the dirt. Three and two the count is full with Jimenez on deck. Full count, two outs, bottom of the six. Nobody on. Mancata's had a rough series. Only one hit all series long. Swings at this one, puts it back up the middle. That's a base hit. He's on. And the inning will extend at least by one batter. With Jimenez coming up, sitting on 14 homers. The White Sox currently fourth in the majors with a team. 275 batting average, trailing only the Yankees, the Twins, and the Angels. We've seen the Angels and the Twins. We split the four games in Anaheim. And we lead the season series against the Twins 6-4. We've yet to see the Yankees. A high cut fastball taken for a strike, 0 won the count to Jimenez. Strikeout and a flyout. Four for seven, though, in the series with two doubles and a big RBI last night. Checks the runner at first. The 0-1 pitch. Foul down the third baseline. Chopped into the netting. 0-2 the count. Mancada on first. 0-2 count to Jimenez. Two outs. Swings and fouls off a slider in the zone. Count remains 0-2. Extending the inning is a good thing. You've got a very good starter that is cruising, even though he's losing the game right now. He's only given up two runs. He's had very efficient innings. That one misses outside, one and two now. Jimenez swings at a low pitch in the zone. Looked like something off speed. He got a piece of it. Out in front of it, though, it went down the third base line. Count remains one and two. Next offering below the knees on a sinker, two and two. The count is even. So Jimenez fighting back in this at bat. Now he checks it up on an inside sinker. Did he go? They're going to say no. That was close. Count is full. Savale not happy. He thought he went. He pointed over to first base. Did not win the appeal. Now a strike on the inside corner. Taken for strike three. A slider. Jimenez thought he was going to get the walk. Probably should have swung. 2-1 after six. Gio Gonzalez will start off the top of the seventh inning with a 2-1 lead. And 87 pitches. He throws that one outside for ball one. Next pitch low and away. A curveball misses 2-0. and 
Gonzalez comes back inside. That one sent back up the middle. A base hit to lead off the seventh. Robert overruns it. Now he's got to get up and throw it in the second to play, and he's safe. Luis Robert overruns the ball and then does not turn around very quickly to get that ball. A mental error by the rookie. The runner's on second now on the error. So it's going to be a base hit and an error on Robert. Now a changeup outside to Jordan Luplo, the eight-hitter. Two-to-one ball game. Gonzalez looked good. He gave up a little single. His defense lets him down. Now there's a runner on second and no outs. The pitch on the way. Swung on and fouled off. One and one the count. Bullpen's up. Kopek and Fry back up again. They were up earlier. Next pitch inside for Seamer. Gets the zone one and two. Gonzalez checks the runner. This one's popped up into center field. Robert now tailing back is going to make the catch and the runner is going to go. And he will get there. That ball carried far enough back. And Robert all of a sudden had to turn and run backwards a couple of steps, thinking it was going to be short. Threw me off as well. Then he turns, makes the catch going backwards, and can't plant his feet. Runner advances the third with one out here on the top of the seventh, and Leon comes up. He has a double earlier in this game that scored a run. He's trying to tie it up now. Ball low inside, 1-0 the count, with a runner on third and one out here on the top of the seventh. The next offering swung on and fouled back, 1-1. One both starters still in this game so far. Swung on and fouled into Grandal's knee pad. One and two. Gonzalez throwing off-speed pitches low right now to Leon. He goes outside on a four-seamer. It's fouled off. He's trying not to give him anything he can pull and put into the air to tie this game up. The pitch on the way. Outside, swung on and missed. He got him to chase a curveball well outside the zone. There's two gone here in the top of the seventh. Fourth strikeout for Gonzalez. It's a low total for him. But it gets the job done so far. Ramirez is going to come to the plate. He's one for three with a double in the first inning. Hitting 273. First pitch inside curveball called a strike. 0-1 the count. It's 76 miles per hour that crosses. Gio Gonzalez trying to finish off this seventh inning. The runner on third is there because of a miscue by Luis Robert. Otherwise, he'd still be on first, likely. Brown ball over to Madrigal. He gets it to Gonzalez. I thought that was going in the right field. Encarnacion missed it, and I thought there's no way Madrigal gets to it. He gets to it on the run and flips the Geo for the third out. Emmanuel Clase steps in. We saw him last night, actually. 14 games, 15 in the third innings, 1-1 one one record, 7.63 ERA. Edwin Encarnacion leads off the seventh. He has a single and a run scored. He was also hit by a pitch, hitting 263. 5-12 slugging average right now. Nick Madrigal made an amazing play to end that inning. That looked like a seeing-eye single in between first and second. Encarnacion came out with his arm outreached towards the second base side. And it went over his glove. And Madrigal gets it in the grass on an amazing play. And Gonzalez kept running the first just in case. And luckily he was there because Encarnacion is standing halfway to second base when Madrigal flips it to Gonzalez from the right field grass and gets Ramirez barreling down the line. A bang-bang play at first base. Saves a run. 
And now Encarnacion is one and two in the count. The righty, Clase, with a red glove, bright red glove, delivers. Fly ball down the right field line. It is hooking, but it will stay fair, and it's over. The wall bounces up the stairs and lands in the first row of Section 108 right in the corner. It went right up the stairwell. That's hysterical. Get out of the way, Cherise. You're going to get your head taken off. That's a ground rule double to lead off the inning. And Nomar Mazara comes up with a base hit right up the middle. Encarnacion into third. On the first pitch, Mazara loops it over second base. And the White Sox are in business. First and third, no out. And Danny Mendick coming to the plate. It happens that quickly. With this offense, they could sleep the entire game, and it happens that quickly. The last two pitches are a ground rule double down in the right field corner and a single right back up the middle. And now Danny Mendick's up, takes a cut fastball in the outside corner, 0-1. There's no outs here in the bottom of the seventh inning in a 2-1 ball game. The 0-1 pitch on the way, swung on it, sent deep out in the right field. Coming on quickly, he cannot make the play. It bounces directly into his glove. Encarnacion did not advance, thinking he was going to catch it and wasn't sure if he was going to run home. He'll hold now on a single that advances. Mazzaro to second, the bases are loaded. Mendick hit one that looked like it was going to end up in Fran Reyes' glove. It one-hops into it. Encarnacion stays at third. He's not very fast. He's not going to make the first out at the plate. Bases are loaded now in a 1-0 count to Madrigal, who hit into a double play to knock in the run that has us leading 2-1. Last time he was up with no outs, and the base is loaded. Steve Ciszek, Jace Fry throwing in the bullpen right now, and a 1-1 count to Madrigal, who doesn't want to hit into another double play. He pops it up instead. Behind the plate, Leon waits for it, the catcher. Madrigal back to the bench. That's frustrating. You had two opportunities with the bases loaded and no outs. You hit into a double play and got an RBI. And this time around, you pop it up to the catcher. Rough turn of events. A four-seam fastball diving away. He got underneath it. And Robert comes up one for three with a single on the first pitch of the game. Hitting 219. He stands in with the bases loaded. And one out. Sox trying to get across an insurance run. The inside pitch taken for a ball, 1-0 the count. Luis Robert has three RBIs this year on walks with the bases loaded. Early on in the season, if he got into a situation with men in scoring position or bases loaded, he chased everything. He almost becomes more patient now in these situations, something he's been working on. The 1-0 pitch outside, he offers at it. Does he go? No. 2-0 the count, he was able to hold it back. You would not be able to see him hold that back. A month and a half ago. One out, bottom of the seventh. 2-0 count to Robert. Bases loaded. The pitch on the way. Low, misses, cut fastball inside, 3-0. Yasmani Grandal waits on deck. The 3-0 pitch. Taken on the outside corner, a cut fastball. He's taking all the way there, I get that. Now it's 3-1. And, and he fouls off a cut fastball down the first baseline. Count is full. Mazara on second, Encarnacion at third. Mendick over at first base. The payoff pitch. Outside misses, and Robert walks down the first, and another run comes in. So patient in those situations. Like they sat down and said, we're going to fix this right away with you, Rook, because he was so anxious early on in the season. That's why the on-base percentage is climbing even quicker than the batting average. 
It's 3-1, to one and Oliver Perez is coming in, the lefty. He's going to turn Yasmani Grandal around to the right side. He's got a 5.63 ERA. He's pitched only 16 innings. He's got six holds. Grandal's 0 for 3 with a fly out in the sixth inning. Bases loaded. One out, bottom of the seventh. Grandal had the big three-run home run last night that broke it open. Four-seam fastball inside, taken for a ball, 1-0 the count. He's 2 for 10 lifetime with six strikeouts against Oliver Perez. That doesn't sound good. There's one out here in the bottom of the seventh, and the base is loaded. Outside pitch misses, 2-0. Grandal, smart. Catchers see this all the time. A guy comes in and can't find the zone right away. Take advantage of it. Make him make a mistake. 2-0 the count. The pitch. Inside misses, 3-0. He's a sidearm pitcher, Perez. And he's 3-0 to Yasmani Grandal, who may have the green light here just because of the big home run last night and the moment that it is. One out, bottom of the seventh. The pitch on the way. High and tight. He misses, and he walked him on four pitches. It's 4-1 to White Sox. Mazzara comes strolling home. The Sox loaded it up with no outs. Mandrigal popped out. And then Robert and Grandal each draw walks. There's still one out here in the bottom of the seventh. Two runs already in. Abreu's up with a solo home run in this game. He's one for three. Sacks are still packed with sacks. And the two guys in the lead, Mendick and Robert, at third and second, have speed. Grandal down at first. That one's fouled off. 0-1 the count. A 4-1 ball game. And the pitch on the way. Inside for Seamer misses 1-1 the count. Adam Simber, who gave up the big three-run home run to Grandal, warms up the submarining righty in the bullpen. Along with Whitgren, who's just a traditional right-handed pitcher. The 1-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. Low and away a sinker, 1-2. Each team has seven hits. The White Sox have an error in center field from Robert. They were lucky it didn't cost them any runs. To be honest, the Mazzara play in right field also could have cost him a run. Gio Gonzalez has pitched through walks and errors and misplays and bad bounces and only gave up one run through seven innings pitched. And it's a 2-2 pitch now to Abreu. Swung on and lifted down the first baseline. That is hooking foul two sections before the pole. Count remains even at two with the bases loaded. Perez, the lefty delivers. Swung on and fouled off a four-seamer high and tight in the zone. Count remains even at two. Abreu having a good at bat. Now he lifts this one down the third baseline. Fair ball into the corner. It's going to roll around. Two runs are in. Grandal on his way to third. He is safe before the throw. Abreu stands on first with a two-run single and gets Grandal from first to third. And the White Sox now lead this game 6-1. to one. Mancada's up now one for three. They went to the bullpen. After starting off with a relief pitcher, and the White Sox were ready for this Indians bullpen. It was a 2-1 ball game. They've scored four so far. There's runners on first and third, still with one out in the bottom of the seventh inning. An outside pitch misses 1-1 one one the count now to Moncada. Only two hits so far in this series. Batting righty now against the lefty, the pitch. High fastball, 2-1. and one. And the bullpen has let down... The Cleveland Indians, much to our happiness here. 
Six to one ball game. One out, bottom of the seventh inning. Perez into the line, the pitch. Swung on and sent over to short. Flipped the second. Over to first. They're going to get the double play, and the inning is over, but not before the Chicago White Sox. Put up four and lead now six to one through seven innings. Gio Gonzalez obviously wanted to go out there again. He's going to pitch the eighth inning or at least start it. A high four-seam fastball misses for ball one. Want to know the count. 12,673 have seen Gio pitch a gem so far. Seven innings. One run is crossed. He has fought through bad defense, bad hops, bad luck. 2-0 counts. It seemed all throughout the day. He's 1-1 now to Hernandez. He's 0-2 and he grounds that one over to first base. Encarnacion will take it over to first for the unassisted three put out. One gone here in the top of the eighth. Francisco Lindor now comes to the plate 0-3 with a ground out in the fifth inning. Gonzalez into the wind in the pitch. Strike at the knees. No, they're going to call that a ball. Look good. 1-0 the count though. Into the wind, the lefty delivers. Fly ball out in the right field. Mazzara takes two steps back. Another one and will make the catch. Two gone here in the top of the eighth inning. Here comes Fran Mill Reyes, 0 for 3 with a line out in the sixth inning. Down to 239 is batting average. Started off red hot in the first game of this series, including a three-run home run. Was held down yesterday and so far today. The White Sox currently lead this season series three games to two it took two out of three the first time they faced the Indians in Cleveland if I'm not mistaken that was I'll have to go back and look might have been here it's a long time ago 0-1 pitch sent back up the middle it goes off of Gonzalez's back Robert will pick it up the base hit from Reyes they're going to want to come out and check on their pitcher he's pitched a long game and now that one goes off his back they want to talk to Gio Gonzalez. So they're having a conversation on the mound right now. Renteria's out there. The trainer's out there. And Renteria's patting him on the butt, and he's sending him in. He's saying that's it. And the fans are going to give him a hand as he comes off the mound, I'm sure. Gio Gonzalez comes off the mound. One run over seven and two-thirds today. In the battle of two unbeaten pitchers, he was the victor as long as his bullpen can hold on to this lead. And Evan Marshall's going to come in. 22 games, 26 and two-thirds innings with a 2.36 ERA. 21 strikeouts and four walks. Opponents hitting 225 against him. He's got a 3-1 record. And Marshall has two outs, a runner on first base here in the top of the eighth inning. And Domingo Santana stands... Up at the plate, takes a high four-seam fastball. 1-0 the count. The next offering on the way is low, a sinker, 2-0. The 2-0 pitch. Swung on and lifted down the right field line, hooking foul. 2-1 now the count. Marshall now goes outside and misses 3-1. And I'm going to tell you right now, even the foul ball was outside the strike zone. He has not found the zone yet. The 3-1 pitch. Swung on and rifled out in the left field, tailing away from Jimenez. It's going to get to the wall. Reyes is on his way into third. And the batter's in the second base, Santana. He's got his 14th double of the season. And Evan Marshall gives up the base knock, the double. 
And there's runners at second and third now with two outs here in the eighth inning. Up comes Carlos Santana 0 for 3 with a ground out in the sixth. Santana's got two guys on right now. His team is trailing by five. Strike down the middle on a changeup taken. 0 and 1 the count. Marshall finds the zone. Evan takes the sign and delivers in the dirt. Blocked by Grandal. Snap throw down to third. He does not get him sneaking. 1 and 1 the count. Next one grounded into center field. It got by Mandrigal over the bag. Two runs are going to come in, and Evan Marshall does not look good. The White Sox are going to have to get somebody else out there real quick. You're hoping with the five-run lead and two outs in the eighth inning after your pitcher takes one off his back that he can get one out for you. And now two runs are in, and he's got to face one more guy. And his name is Oscar Mercado. Mercado takes a four-seamer low, 1-0 the count. In the pen, Steve Ciszek warming and should be ready just in case. Evan Marshall's been pretty solid for us this season, but not looking good here coming out of the bullpen. That one's foul back, 1-1 the count. And you know, there is an issue. When you're in so many games that are so close, sometimes a guy doesn't get used for three, four, five days. Now, there was a stretch there where he was getting used a lot because the White Sox were blowing out teams during that nine-game winning streak. Swung on and missed. The count is now 2-2 two and two to Mercado. Two gone here in the top of the eighth. Runner on first. Just misses low with a changeup. Count is full. 3-2. and two. And now this one sent right back up the middle. Robber coming in will not be able to make the play. It's going to be a base hit. The runners go first to third. And now it's first and third. And Evan Marshall has done absolutely nothing to help out this team. Tyler Naquin's going to come in, and they're going to the bullpen. The White Sox will go get Steve Ciszek and bring him into the game. Marshall had nothing, but you have to let him pitch the three guys. And now Ciszek comes in with 36 and a third innings and a 0.74 ERA, 10 holds, a 4-0 record. He was the winner last night. 47 strikeouts to 12 walks. He's got a lefty up there against him, but lefties are only hitting 110 against him. So he's not concerned about the pinch hitter, who's a lefty in Naquin. And a strike down the middle, 0-1 the count from Ciszek. Naquin's the tying run right now after the Indians have gotten two runs in here with two outs in the top of the eighth. The next pitch, inside pitch, called a strike, a sinker on the inside corner, 0-2. He offered at it, held back, but it was still called a strike. So 0-2 now quickly to Naquin. Ciszek trying to bail out Marshall and end this inning right here. The pitch. Swung on and missed. He got him on three pitches. Ciszek pumps his fist and comes off the mound. He's smacking his chest as he comes off the mound, yelling towards his dugout. Midway through the eighth, 6-3 White Sox. Tyler Naquin will take over now in right field as they move some players around. And Nick Whitgren comes into the game for the Indians. 30 innings, 9 holds, 2-1 record, 3.60 ERA. Alex Colome warmed in the bullpen, likely to come in here and finish off this game, and Aloy Jimenez at the plate, 0 for 3. It's 6-3 White Sox. They jumped out to a 6-1 lead. Last inning, they got four runs. And then with two outs, everything fell apart. Nobody was on. Gio Gonzalez, the starter, just kind of going along. He has a ball go off his back in the center field. Sox take him out. 
Evan Marshall comes in with a five-run lead. Then he just gives up two runs and has two men on. Steve Ciszek comes in, strikes out the pinch hitter on three pitches. That's just what happened to Jimenez there. He swings and misses at pitch number three, and he's down on strikes to Wickren. One gone here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Edwin Encarnacion comes up, two for two with a double, a single, hit by a pitch, two runs scored. He's had a nice game today, a four-seamer on the outside corner, called a strike, 0 won the count with one out here in the bottom of the eighth. Sox looking to take two out of three here from the Indians. It would be their 11th win in their last 12 games. And that entire 12-game stretch all against the American League Central. Not a bad way to make a statement here at the beginning of June. 1-1 one one Encarnacion. Swung on and sent back up the middle. Falling quickly. Will it get down? It will not. Nice play made in center field. There's two gone here in the bottom of the eighth. Nomar Mazaros, one for two with a single and a run scored. Two for three in this series. Could he be finding his groove? Who knows? Pitch outside misses, 1-0 the count. Two outs, Bob of the eighth. The pitch on the way. Sent down the first baseline. Fair ball into the corner. Mazzara is going to only get one as they were playing him on a shift. And it got cut off before it got all the way to the corner. It pinned up against the wall there as everything curves in the little cul-de-sac before heading straight down the line. So only get a single out of it, but that's his second hit of the game. Two for three on the day, three for four in the series. Danny Mendick is one for two on the day. And stands in with two outs and a runner on first base. Two outs here in the bottom of the eighth inning. The pitch on the way. Inside fastball misses two and one the count. Alex Colome likely coming in. Aaron Bummer has gotten up now and is also tossing, looking at the lineup. Bummer may make sense if Colome struggles. The 2-0 pitch swung on and fouled off down the third base line. But that's not going to happen because he's been doing very well over the last couple of starts. We are not going to have a negative opinion of Alex Colome. Lifted into center field, falling quickly. A diving play. He could not get it. Mazzara around the third base. And Mendick in the second with a double. Danny Mendick hitting the ball so well over the last couple of weeks when he gets a chance to play. The diving attempt did not pay off. And he scooted around first base in the second in the confusion after that ball hit the glove and fell in front of the center fielder. Mandrigal comes up. He's 0 for 3. Popped out in the 7th. He's got a run batted in on a double play. Not his finest day today. And I'm sure he's looking for a little redemption here. A base knock could score 2. The pitch. Outside misses 2-0. and 0. On deck is Robert who has a hit and also Drew a walk to bring a run home. The 2-0 pitch from the righty Whitgren. On the way. Strike at the waist, inside, 2-1. The next offering. Foul back, a changeup, 2-2. Two two. You're listening to White Sox Simulated Baseball using MLB The Show 20 and brought to you by Cork and Carey at the park. Swung on and missed. Mandrigal goes down. He goes after a high outside pitch. So he strikes out with two on. He's had a rough day today. Probably due for a rest. After eight, 6-3 Sox. Alex Colome comes in. 22 and a third innings pitched. 
Nine saves and 13 opportunities. 24 games with an 0-1 record and a 2.42 ERA. 29 strikeouts to 10 walks. Lefties hitting 167 against him, but righties hitting about 270. Sandy Leone is the catcher. He's one for three. And guess what? He's a switch hitter, like this whole team is. He's going to hit from the left side. He takes a ball low on a four-seamer, 1-0 the count. He's three for eight lifetime with two runs batted in against Colome. Three-run lead here for the White Sox in the ninth. Hut fastball misses, 2-0. That one was low. Sox struck first on an Abreu solo home run, and the Indians answered right back with back-to-back doubles to tie it up. Sox immediately got another run. And then it was all the way on until the seventh inning when the White Sox opened it up with a four-run seventh. This one sky deep out in the right field to the wall. It'll go off the wall, be played perfectly by Mazzara, and Leon was going into his home run trot, only gets the first. That was a deep fly ball. I can't believe it didn't get out. He skied it and looked at it. The problem is it didn't clear the fence. Otherwise, he'd be on second base. So the leadoff man on with a very deep single, and Jose Ramirez is up one for four with a double in the first inning. The first pitch low and inside called the strike, a cut fastball, 0-1 the count. Aaron Bummer is tossing in the bullpen. At this point, you want to see Colome continue to close games. He's had a couple of good outings recently. But looking at the lineup, a lefty could really serve you well in the middle of this order. Brown ball out in the left field, a base hit. And immediately, Colome is put on two. And this is the second pitcher to come out of the bullpen flat. And that's not a good sign for the White Sox. After getting four runs in the seventh, top of the eighth inning with two outs, Evan Marshall has to come in after a base hit off the back of the starter, Gio Gonzalez. And this one is looped out in the left field, base hit. Back to back to back hits, the bases are loaded. And now the White Sox are going to have to go out and have a talk with Alex. And they're not wasting any time. That's it for Colome. He gives up three hits right away to start off this inning. And Aaron Bummer's coming in. 35 games, 35 innings, 10 holds, 2-1 record. He's got four saves and a 1.80 ERA. 51 strikeouts to eight walks. Righty's hitting 115 against him. Lefty's hitting 200. I'm sorry, check that. 100. He's got the bases loaded. He inherits that from Colome. And a cut fastball inside to Lindor, who now moves back over to bat righty. He's called the ball. It was very close. The tying runs on first. The go-ahead run at the plate. And Lindor with no outs here in the top of the ninth. Inside sinker misses. 2-0. and oh. He's not getting the call. This would be a frustrating one to let get away. As the Sox have been in control all game. Gio Gonzalez was in control all game. Pitching over so many mistakes. Now the bullpen shaky. For Gio. Cut fastball, foul back, 2-1 and one the count. The only pitcher to come in here and look good besides Gio Gonzalez is that's a strike on the outside corner, 2-2, two and two, with Steve Ciszek, who with two on, struck out a pinch hitter for the third out of the eighth on three pitches. Swung out and missed. A sinker away. Lindor goes down, and Bummer has got to feel good about that. He inherits a bases-loaded situation. A three-run lead. The tying run at first. 
the go-ahead run coming to the plate for the rest of this inning, and he strikes out the first guy in Francisco Lindor, and Fran Mill Reyes comes up and fouls off a sinker outside down the first baseline. Reyes actually hits lefties a little bit better than righties, but we saw Gonzalez control him today. He did turn on one, though, from Keuchel earlier in this series. 0-1 the count. One out, top of the ninth, bases loaded. 6-3 White Sox. Ground ball up the middle, off the leg of Bummer and over the glove of Mandrigal. Two runs are going to come around and score. It is 6-5 on a ball that bounces off of Bummer's leg, and that's the only reason Mandrigal can't make the play as he kicked it over Mandrigal's back as he was already diving to make the play behind second base. Delino DeShields is going to come in and pinch run because he's the go-ahead run for the Indians over at first base. The tying runs over at third. Domingo Santana comes in to play three for four. He's got a triple, a double, and a single. He's a home run shy of the cycle. I don't like seeing that stat. That stat makes me nervous. A strike from Bummer, 0-1 the count. Can the Sox hold on here? The pitch on the way. Swung on and fouled back, 0-2. Santana, three for four. But 0-2 in this count. The pitch from Bummer. Inside pitch. He doesn't get the call. A slider. Bummer looks in. Makes a sneer and goes back to the mound. Very demonstrative after that ball that was called. 1-2 the count. One out. Top of the ninth. The double play ball would be huge here. The pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. He struck him out. There's two gone here. In the top of the ninth. Trying to strand... That tying run at third, and here comes Carlos Santana. Santana, the righty, comes up with two outs at the top of the ninth in a 6-5 ball game. The pitch from Bummer. Low misses on a cut fastball, 1-0 the count. Santana's one for five lifetime with two strikeouts at the hands of Bummer. He's got the tying run on third. The next pitch on the way. Swung on and belted deep. Oh, no. That one is way back and gone. Santana... It's a three-run home run, and the White Sox blow the game. They were leading 6-1 to one with two outs in the eighth inning when their starting pitcher, Gio Gonzalez, had to leave the game, and the bullpen collapsed. Absolute collapse by the White Sox bullpen, leading 6-1, to one, four outs away. And now it's an 8-6 Indians lead on a three-run home run from Santana. And he buried it, too, deep out in the left field. You were hoping it would curve, but not a chance. Mercado comes in. The Sox down by two. Just a gut punch for the White Sox here. They'll take a cut fastball for a strike down the middle, 0-1 the count. Let's review what happened here as much as it hurts. Gio Gonzalez goes seven and two-third innings. He's well over 100 pitches. I think he was right around 110 when he came out. Because that's a foul ball. A base hit with two outs off his back. And the White Sox say we're going to take our best pitcher out of the game because he's got 110 pitches and he just got hit in the back with a ball. Swung on and missed. Mercado goes down. The end of the inning, but not in time after Carlos Santana. It's a three-run home run. And the Sox trail now by two going to the bottom of the ninth. Brad Hand's going to come in. 24 and two-thirds innings, 21 saves and 21 opportunities. He's a real closer. He's got a 1.46 ERA. I'm pretty sure Alex Colome has lost the closing job as of today. The problem is Bummer has had a hard time giving up home runs in the ninth. 
when he's called upon to save Colome or close. Including that three-run home run, Luis Roberts up one for three, and the pitch is inside a four-seamer, 1-0 the count. Sox having problems at the back end of their bullpen. A collective bullpen that has given up five blown saves so far this season, going into June. Brad Hand hasn't blown anything. He's 21 for 21, and he throws a fastball inside for a strike to Luis Robert, who's one for three, one and one the count. Next pitch sent down the first baseline. It'll be caught by Naquin coming in on a weak fly ball near the line. One gone here in the bottom of the ninth. Gonzalez leaves with two outs in the top of the eighth inning. Evan Marshall comes in, and it's a hit parade. Two runs score. There's still two on. Six to three. And Cisha comes in. A brilliant three-pitch at bat where he strikes him out. Gets Naquin, the pinch hitter. Sacks are out of the inning. You go to your closer with a three-run lead. He gives up three base hits right off the bat. Bummer comes in. Strikes out one. Gives up a two-run single that just bounces off his foot and over the head of Madrigal as he's sliding for the ball. If he doesn't try to kick, save it. Mads probably makes the play and ends that inning. Rondal's up now. Swings and misses at this one. Two and one the count to hand. And then Bummer gets another strikeout. And a guy in Santana who hasn't done anything the entire series. It's a three-run home run. You're trailing eight to six. Now Grandal swings and misses at a slider. Two and two the count with Abreu on deck. You felt like you could pencil in the win there in that eighth inning. You really felt good about that with a five-run lead with two outs in the eighth. This one's rifled out in the right field. The base hit for Grandal. Sacks likely to bring in a pinch runner. He doesn't have a lot of speed. Adam Engel's going to come in and run for Grandal. So you got some speed at first. And the tying run will come to the play with one out here in the bottom of the ninth in the form of Jose Abreu, who's two for four. The first pitch, high and outside, a four-seamer, 1-0 the count. Abreu is grounded into 13 double plays so far this season. Yeah. Outside pitch misses 2-0 on a slider. Trying to work him away. Jose also has a solo shot in this game. You'd love to see him get another one here and tie it up. Such a rough way to lose one if you can't come back here. And you feel like you need that redemption right now. The 2-0 pitch. Swung on and lifted into left center field. Falling fast. That will be caught on a diving play. Come on! Sliding across center field is Oscar Mercado he gets it backhanding it diving away in every way you teach a little leaguer not to make a play and he still finds a way to get the ball in the glove and there's two gone for Yohan Mankato who's one for four he has the runner on first base and he's the last hope right now for the White Sox with two out here in the bottom of the ninth inning That would have fallen in there. You got first and third at least. Outside slider catches 0-1 the count. And only one out with Mankata coming up. And then you're in business. And now is Mankata, 0-1 in the count, looking for his 22nd save in 22 opportunities. And the Indians looking to take the series from the White Sox after they were completely in control in this game. That pitch hits the outside corner, 0-2 the count. We head to Houston after this. Face the Asterix and their garbage cans. Swung on and missed. 
high fastball. He goes down swinging on three pitches, and the Indians win. An absolutely brutal game. The White Sox snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. A total team meltdown, mainly from the bullpen, leading by five runs with two outs in the eighth inning at home against the Indians. And Cleveland gets a game they had no business winning because the White Sox bullpen was a dumpster fire at the end. And Ricky Renteria has a lot of questions now when it comes to who's his closer because it's clear Colome is not. He's not consistent enough. I don't think he can be the closer going forward, but it's not like Bummer is lighting the world on fire. Steve Ciszek, by the way, has just been amazing. So maybe maybe you go to a rotation. Maybe you name a closer. I don't, I don't know what you do. Aaron Bummer takes the loss, though. He came in with the bases loaded. Colome gave that to him and no outs. He gave up two hits, including the three-run home run. He struck out three. Only two of the runs were his. Over one inning, he takes the loss as the White Sox fall 8-6. to six. Nick Wickren falls into a win, and Brad Hand gets a save. And Carlos Santana goes 2-for-5 with a home run and 5 RBI. And he's the player of the game. Abreu, the best one for us, 2-for-5 with a home run, 3 RBI, and a run scored. And Carnacian goes 2-for-3, hit by a pitch, a double, and 2 runs scored. Danny Mendick, 2-for-3 with a double and a run scored. Yasmani Grandal, 1-for-4 with an RBI. There's nothing else to talk about in this game. It was brutal. Good thing is, and the good news is, that over our last 12 games, we've won 10. We're still sitting firmly in second place. We'll likely be three games out unless the Orioles can pull off an upset against the Twins. And we're on our way on a big, long road trip, hoping to make some more hay. The White Sox had a pretty good homestand, but it would have been a lot better if they could have held on and won this one. You're listening to the podcast for fans, by fans. Somebody give me something cold, quickly. Socks lose. Socks in the basement. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always on SocksInTheBasement.com.